I have nothing to do with the podcast, so I don't know what's happening. There right he now. goes again. I just run, yeah. just run my mouth. You know, I I, I try to get I under ordered, Dylan's skin. I ordered through DoorDash. It's just so easy now. It's it's so easy now. So easy to trigger Dylan. Yeah, it's just it's just like a soft little so you know snowflake. Welcome to the Curiosity Public Podcast. My name is Dutch. My name is Jules. This is the angel. The angel of death. And uh, welcome to yet another episode of our uh, not very world famous podcast. It's just called The Podcast by Curiosity Public. And uh, we've got a uh, viewer of a patron's selected article that we're going to be discussing today. Nice. I'm actually, nice. I think it should be a fun discussion get into it in just a second but before all that what are you guys sipping on dylan okay so you uh, you guys are privileged to see this it is a fresh crack live on air what is this mictor angel's envy Ooh, a, yeah barrel, barrel. Yeah. dovetail private Ooh, release release private barrel select details or as the kids call it the deets i think that's what this what dutch says that is exactly what they say uh, it is a cq blend 097 bottle proof is 133.66 uh and the alcohol for dutch is 61.83 percent and it is a whiskey finished in Saturn barrel. So, do you think it will be from sweet? 1997? It'll be sweet. Did you say it's from 97? The 97th bottle. Oh, okay. For a second, I was like, shoot, is that like 30 year old whiskey there? I wish. <laughs> Anyway, so turn finished uh, barrel whiskey. Impressive. Jules, what do you got? Well, you don't want my uh, tasting notes here? Yeah, when we're done, you know, give it some time to you know form your thoughts and then... So I'm going with an exceptional cask selection for Square 2007. <laughs> Let me just say that uh, there was a pause. I thought I had Jules was having a seizure. And it was just like a pause. And he's looking at it like, like he doesn't want to drink it. I'm trying to think of a good analogy for this whole thing of like, what is Jules going to grab? It's like, there's not that many. It's like Simon it's, like it's either going to be red, green, blue, or yellow. Exactly. <laughs> but you can never guess. All right. Gotta get through these before Here's you open your bottle tees. Here's your bottle tees. I don't know that you guys will get this. Was that a McKenna? It is not. That's a screw top. I don't think you'll get this. Oh, wait, Look wait, how stop, dusty stop, it stop, is. Stop, stop, stop. Whoa. That's a, that's a ocean, Jefferson's oceans. or something. Oceans. No, uh, it is a Jefferson's, but... Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, it's a Pritchard's... Because uh, it's really wide. You're not going to get it. Twin Oak. Twin Oak. Nope. Presidential. 16-year-old. Oh, presidential. Uh, wait, which one? 16. Look how dusty uh, this is. Dude, yeah. Uh, this I just saw this on my on my bar shelf, and I was like, oh, it was on. The, it was like sideways like this. And I finally like grabbed it and I was like, oh, I totally forgot about this book. Wow. I think we reviewed this on Bourbon Guild, didn't we? I don't know. Anyway, I haven't had it in ages. But this is 16-year-old. It is the Twin Oak, but it you is call, the 16-year-old. It's called the, the Butcher. And what's funny was just today, I was kind of formulating an idea for an episode, like an expose on, on the downward spiral of BevMo. And I happened to go through all my old BevMo emails. I'm like, man, I used to be able to get great bottles through BevMo. And I found like when I bought this just randomly, it showed up online and I was like, oh, I'll buy, I'll get that. And that used to be, that used to happen. Instead, instead yeah. now the managers just hide them all in the back. Yeah. Exactly. They used to all host right. online lotteries, man. Yeah. Well, apparently there's a bit. Anyway, that's maybe that'll happen eventually. Maybe not. Dylan, review on the private barrel. Not good. 
Okay. It tastes like barrel. It, you know what it is? It tastes like cheap liquor finished in cheap, like sweet wine. It's double cheap. Wow. Wow, this this 16 is... I could just nose this Foursquare though all day, man. This 16 is oaky, man. It is like... You know what it is? They took an over-oaked barrel that they could, couldn't sell, and they're like, this is way too oaky, tannic. I can, t- I can taste underneath the Saturn, underneath it, because the finish is just, just so tannic. It is sour, right? It's acidic and sour. It is a fail, man. What am I going to do with this? Hey, Jules, that's, an, that's a nice-looking Glencairn you got there. What is that? I know. Pretty fancy. Eh? I believe we all have one. I, I enjoy that Glencairn quite a bit. What are we going to do? It's got that a was, lot of weight. It does. <laughs> I like heavy. the weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was, that was a nice yeah, the yeah, yeah. Glenfiddich one, right? Yeah. Yeah, nice if you can see that. Yeah, it's great. It's one of those uh, cut one, cut crystal ones. Mm-hmm. They do have a nice weight and a nice feel to them. Uh, all right, guys. So let's get today's article fired up and let's talk about this. So this was a submission from yeah from one of our patrons named Adrian. Uh, they sent this along and said they came across this article and thought it was interesting and didn't know what to make of it. Uh, basically, it's claiming that the Midwinter's Night Dram Act 11, which yeah, I believe is 11. the newest one, is not worth the money, essentially. You know, it's it's much younger. Uh, the the article writer kind of even hints that maybe they're just dumping port into the vat to give it more port influence. Uh, there's a lot of availability for this, and yet the prices keep going up. So it's kind of an interesting, you know, expose on the history of High West's Midwinter's Night Dram and kind of the changes that have happened over the years, increasing in doing many more batches, all that stuff. I think it kind of really started to turn in 2016, 2018, probably. And then <laughs> in the past couple of years, there's just been a lot of bottles available. So this year, uh, well, sorry, let's start 2022. There were 115,000 bottles produced this year, 189,000. So Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. That's a lot. If you think yeah. about, um, they, they, they ran some numbers here. Four Roses limited edition small batch for 2023, 15,000. Old Forester birthday bourbon, 14,000. All six of the Van Winkle products together, 84,000. 45,000 bottles of George T. Stag. Um, oh, that was 2018, which was the well, last was, year. Yeah, 20, yeah. Yeah. Last year, Buffalo Trace gave out numbers. So it's a lot. And this is kind of trying to be one of those special release whiskeys still. I know it's one that we've never loved. I don't think any one of us has ever really loved it. it you know, you that's why I... It was just okay. Wait, why are you drinking? What? That's why you're drinking barrel? Yeah, it's a reminder <laughs> that they use um, not-so-great stuff finished in not-so-great barrels and then sell it for a premium. I mean, this bottle, I think, was like a hundred and some dollars, right? Absolutely ridiculous. It is not worth that. I mean, I, you taste yeah. the whiskey underneath. These are the rejected barrels, right? So this is the problem with, uh, first of all, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it this year. I didn't either. Because I, I, I'm done with finished products. I'm not paying a hundred plus for a finished product. So before you move on, let's talk a little bit about the about the price. So twenty eighteen it was ninety bucks. Ninety. Yeah. This year at the distillery. Yeah, that was that was I understand. It's understandable. I think for some of the better versions of it, I would be fine with that. But um, this one at the distillery, they are charging one hundred and fifty dollars, um, or sorry, one hundred twenty five dollars. One hundred twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a lot. I mean, I saw it 
I could have picked one up for about that. Maybe it was like 140, and I just was like, no way, man. I'm just not doing it. No, for finished, um, for a finished product, I'm not doing it anymore. I am not buying any finished whiskeys. That's already at MP. One more for yeah. the secondary price. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there's going to be much secondary on this with that many bottles out there. Well, That's there a lot a of bottles. First of all, the FOMO on that product is absolutely insane. I'm, I mean, it's a beautiful bottle. Oh, yeah, I love exactly. the way the bottle is. I was going to say, the packaging, yeah. It's a great shtick. Great. Yeah. It's a great idea. And it used to be a pretty good one, I think. Like some of the first ones I ever had them are like, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so part of the reason, though, is that High West is now using all their own distillate. And they used to source some very old Barton rye. And I guess 2018 is kind of this year that's all changed because that was the year they ran out of their 16-year-old Barton rye that they were getting. And now they're using all their own stuff, which is four to seven years old. And, you know, it's just different. It's just different. It's not going to give you that intangible thing that the age gives you. You know, we talk about this a lot. Like, you, you can't cheat the age. Yeah, you cannot cheat That the doesn't age. mean you can't get good whiskey at four to seven yeah. years old, but it's just going to be different. Well, so is in quotes because the front end flavors, which, you know, for some people, that's all they need, right? They just need that first hit. That first hit. But I know. I think it's seven. It. I think it's at seven years. You can get some pretty good, well-rounded. Oh, whiskeys, seven years. Right. Yeah. I mean, look at well. I want to. But you don't take the best, well-rounded, well-balanced seven-year, and then you throw it in a port barrel. Okay. Um, I doubt that they dump port. But here's the catch: perhaps they don't uh, empty the barrels of. All that's what. That's what. Well, that's, that's what exactly. the article's implying is that. You know, no, there's a difference, empty. right? I mean, because like, well, they 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 said that this year's is sweeter, and they said it's assumed that High West is dumping more port wine into the finishing barrels in an attempt to mask the youthful rye whiskey. That's what they actually allege in this article. I, I agree with Dylan. I don't think they're actually dumping port in there. They're yeah. probably just using very wet port barrels, right. first port fill barrel. port yeah. barrels that they're you know they hoping will impart more flavor. Yeah, it's like you know, dump out eighty five percent of it. And there's a little bit of pool of port down there, and then you throw in some of the young whiskey in there, and then you can charge two hundred dollars. And look at seagrass. Look at everybody. Look at everybody. I mean, all the people that are running around buying this stuff up. It's you know, I I gotta say on on one. I guess I just don't still get the FOMO of this. I just don't. Okay, on some level though, I appreciate High West. Right. I like the fact. Yeah, that, for building this whole marketing yeah. scheme that's like, you know, overvalued. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> hey, people are willing yeah, to buy. Of course. They pulled it off. They're willing to pay a hundred and what, two hundred dollars, which I could buy, you know, well <laughs> scotch, right? Well aged uh, uh I can I can definitely buy really good tequila. I mean, I could I could. Oh man, one hundred twenty dollars. You're in a. Yeah. You got a lot of really tons good things of, to choose tons from. Tons of whiskeys. Yeah. I mean, you can get a lot of those things, and you're telling me that the marketing department is able to sell that thing for two hundred dollars. That is insane, right? And the fact two hundred dollars yet with a yield of one hundred eighty nine. What what's shocking? Really what's shocking though? Like seriously, I didn't think they were like. But to me though, what is the math on that? What's really really <laughs> shocking is that the people that are buying it up are the so-called whiskey connoisseurs, okay? Which then fo- are they foments the FOMO. Oh, Dutch is... Uh, are they connoisseurs? Well, no, no, no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying, but like connoisseurs, yeah, in quotes. Connoisseurs. And then they buy these four-year-old, four-year-old whiskeys finished in barrels, and then and they'll pay $200. You know what? Hey, 
hats off to High West, man. I mean, I'm not going to buy it. I personally seriously, they like they're it's like they're getting the uh, Johnny Walker playbook. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think they'll reach a point where their base products are good enough on their own. Mm. But yeah, I yeah. get it. You have to go through this awkward phase when you don't really have that, or where you're still right. fine tuning it. Like we talk about this a lot. The legacy to still tuning it. They've figured out their stick. Yeah, like so that's if they're for still now. selling this right. stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like they're going to get to a point when they have 10 year old juice and they're like, wow, we really figured out how to like how to get this stuff really good at seven, eight years. And then they're going to be they're going to be coasting. And that's what I was saying, like with the legacy brands, like they've been doing this for generations. Like they know exactly how to do it and they know exactly how to have a really good product at seven years. Yeah, but plus plus they have barrel selection. They got numbers, right? Yeah, they do. They have numbers. That helps a lot. The uh, bell curve is bigger. And, uh, well, I mean, the, the irony too is that, like, the last time I tried the High West Rendezvous Rye, I, I actually thought it was decent. Fine. You know, it's not going to be an, an award. It's fine. Like, I don't understand why you, why would you take oh, that? Oh, it's going to be an SF awards winner, triple gold. Well, but, of course. Yeah. But, like, why would you take that Rendezvous Rye then and dump a bunch of, dump it in a port? I like your rhetorical <laughs> question. I like your rhetorical question. I think that's, exactly. I think, it's like, think, you got a decent thing going along here. Yeah, I think our, uh, <laughs> why? Well, because, I mean, I think our CPU knows. You know, because yeah. even out of the, they took all the good ones. They took all the good rye. They took yeah. all the the good distillates and put it there. The ones that are not fit for consumption, they're gonna finish it. They Get have here. to finish yeah. it. Exactly. exactly. The they irony. What, what they should be doing is taking you know the ten best barrels of the rendezvous every year, doing a very special blend. And releasing that as their special rye every year. I feel like they almost are doing it backwards, but you know, who knows? I don't, we have no idea what their volume is like and what their barrels are like and what their marketing do, plan do is. Do the but, math uh, on the number of number of uh, bottles times two hundred dollars, right? Or a hundred and I guess they they would uh, sell wholesale, so a hundred and ten or what is it like sixty mil? That's a lot. I mean, that Let's is see. a lot. One hundred eighty thousand times. Um, I don't think they're selling them wholesale for a hundred though. Let's say eighty. That's fifteen million. That's good that's a lot it's good i mean yeah, maybe they can pull it off they are putting maybe it off. uh maybe next year they are putting off but i i wonder if there's going to be a realization but some of these people have deep pockets i mean you know as people know i know this is not the uh, same uh, pot but i work i had to work thanksgiving and uh i know you guys didn't but i had to work thanksgiving i had my hungry man dinner with uh, a thousand grams of- let's clarify something though folks work for dylan literally means just sitting in front of his computer yeah well, it's know, he's- pretending to edit these podcasts <laughs> well, he's, right? he's outside he's the- really just pulling it through like some ai editor and then outputs you know the stuff right so. and his his technically his island is not in the united states so they don't observe right. thanksgiving so <laughs> that's really exactly. yeah, so you have to work and uh i i do observe flag day though so is that but man it, it, it's, a thing, it's a weird jolly roger what's that island <laughs> off the coast of, what was that? C? of costa rica yeah i know i know what you're talking about something sea something right it's gone now i think sea land i think it is something like that sea land i think it's sea called sea land yeah the principality of sea land an unrecognized self-proclaimed micronation on hm fort ruffs it's an offshore platform in the north sea it's amazing 
I'm, I've, I've, I was so fascinated by that for such a long time. <laughs> yeah, Dutch loves that stuff. That Oak Island. Oh, Oak Island. Man. Ranch. New season. New season started. Yeah. I'm sucked right back in. <laughs> okay, I. I told you about that. I was at the when they find nothing. I was a. Uh, I was like blackout drunk and pissed, and I ran into some guy with an Oak Island sweatshirt on, and we had like a 30 minute conversation about it. I don't remember any of it, but it was amazing. Wow. It's just so terrible. It's so good, dude. It's amazing. It's amazing. What is the? What is the um... Speaking of crafting, like there are like a they story. figured it out. They know how to do it. They know how to like bleed. Oh, you man. know. Yeah. They Three they, words. They turn into a twenty a minute whole season. They turn a twenty minute episode into an hour. That's what's so yeah, funny. Until a whole yeah, until like, seriously, we can wrap up everything in like five Look, minutes. This is just a summary of Oak Island. Okay, they find like some some teeth. Okay, teeth of uh, I don't know. They found a cross. A pig, whatever. A teeth, uh, like a tooth. And they a, found a bone sure, sure, that sure. was of somebody of Middle yeah, Eastern. Yeah, whatever. Like tooth of a, of a pig, Jesus. right? They find a tooth of the pig, and then what they'll say is, oh my gosh, it's a tooth of Knights Templar. I mean, like, that's that's <laughs> like the leap, right? That's the leap. I agree. And you know what? But it's so fascinating. This is a perfect show. This is a perfect show where they can do a product tie-in with the Midnight Dram. Because, you know, Oak Island is selling all this crap, True. right? It's like, oh, there's going to be some yeah. some whatever. No, no. They discover a recipe. Look, you know what? Right. A Templar recipe for honey wine. Uh-huh. Folks, I know you can't see the video and we don't release the video. But as soon as we started talking about Oak Island, Dutch's eyes became. Like, he woke up. Like, I did. It, it looked like a Japanese anime uh, eyes. It was that big because he was so Pretty excited. Pretty sure that's racist. <laughs> he was so excited to talk about Oak Island, the swindlers. And then, you know what? They should just hold up a Midwinter Night Dram right there and say, you know what? We finished this one in Knights Templar, um, you know, mud juice or something. I, I mean, it is just these, remember, <laughs> these two, these two drink that, uh, what is that? That uh, snake oil. Snake oil before uh, before our, our recording saying like, oh, this is going to prevent hangover. I mean, geez. No wonder. <laughs> I woke up fine the next yeah, day. Yeah, I did too. Three days straight you know to film. No, I woke up fine the next day. And too. going straight to I work. Right up, after. Yeah, I woke up fine too. I did not drink any of that. <laughs> right. Stuff. You woke up at, uh, you know, 2 p.m. the next 5 day. 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Not all of us can sleep in, in our, you know, <laughs> thrown bed. We had like the three people fanning him with the palm fronds. <laughs> That's right. You know, waking up with a live orchestra. <laughs> yeah, probably really refreshing. I wake up and I see Dutch's cat looking at me. That's true. Uh, Jet did infiltrate your room. Ready to uh, ready to answer my uh, go yeah. forth cat. Well, we digress. Um, well, thank you again to Adrian for sending us this article. Uh, it really was fun to kind of break down the midwinter night dram a little bit, and <laughs> which means we really didn't inform him of anything new. Yeah, probably not. I mean, he just wanted to kind of hear our thoughts on it, and I, I think I hope we did that here. I, I, I yeah, I, I, I don't buy it. I feel like I gave I up on this two Are we years ago. It? We no, reviewing? we're not going to review it because I didn't buy it. Did you buy it? No, I didn't buy it. Here's the thing. The thing. I always feel like I can't find it it's, anyway. It's, it's, so it doesn't I've matter. always been able to find this. I feel like. Yeah, that's Dutch. I, though, right? I mean, geez. I know Dutch has like the magical Costco. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. total wine. It's like I was there five minutes before Dutch wasn't there. All of a sudden, when he goes in, it's this on the shelf. This is a Peppy Van Winkle, a fifteen year for a hundred dollars more. This is this is one of those that I didn't ever want to hunt 
Because even like the first ones I had, granted they were a little yeah, better back okay. then. Like, I still was like, I don't love it. I only hunted it because I thought maybe we'd do a review of it. And I feel like after we did a couple of them, I was like, man, I'm done with this. Like it's just not. I don't want to wait in line. I don't want to wait mm, in line. And definitely buy it. don't want to wait. In well, line. yeah, not for this stuff. Yeah. So you know what? I think this is yeah. a great. Dylan just pays people to wait in line for him. That's why he doesn't care. Yeah, he's trying to pay your cat, right. dude. When he woke up, <laughs> that, that's what he gets for not having the secret juice that we did before we filmed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The cats can smell it. No, I think cat exactly. was like, okay, I'm gonna wake you up because those two fools uh, reek of snake oil. So. So here's here's my thing. I think this is a perfect uh, thing. We need to call up Dr. Dylan PhD PhD and create it and create the midwin. Some some port and some cheap rye. Yeah. What we did with seagrass, we made seagrass. Yeah. Maybe we can make We did not even get close. Dude, we got really close. It's basically seagrass. I'll bet you we could have We, we got really close. Done a blind. <laughs> we did, oh, we did a blind, close. right? I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was close. It was close. I don't know. That was a long time ago. This well, one would be interesting. Least, I don't though. even remember. Just dump a bunch of port. Well, that on that like note. a great episode. It does. I don't think anybody will watch it, but call if you guys exactly. find call it interesting. PhD, PhD. Call, call Jules. And call <laughs> Dylan, because Dylan knows how to find Dr. Dylan, PhD, PhD. And on that note, Jules, please take us out of this exactly. train wreck exactly. of an episode. Exactly. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, if you want to help us out, please consider joining Curiosity Private, our membership program on YouTube and Patreon. Uh, you get early access to videos, unique content, and you can help us choose what we film next. Another great way is to uh, buy T-shirts. Links will be in the description. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Stay curious.